Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yo, yo. I am your host, Eddie. This is Marcus. Hey, and we're the Average Sports Guys. Today, unfortunately, Adam couldn't be here with us. He had some family stuff to take care of, so we wish him well, and hopefully we see him next week. But we are joined by none other than Chris Bangle from CBS Sports. We've had him on the show before. Chris, how's it going, man? Pretty good, guys. Ready to uh, dive into some draft with uh, the draft only a couple days away here. Yeah, man. So the draft is next Thursday, April 29th. Yep. And... I can't wait. I'm excited. For sure. Um, NFL Christmas is, is what I call it. It's essentially what it is, maybe unless you're an Eagles fan, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just because we're terrified of what Howie Roseman's going to do. But for everybody else, it's probably. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, so, yeah. So, today it's episode 66. Yeah, man. Uh, 66. Uh, it's my fault. Yeah, it's all right, man. It's towards it's the end of, of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Toward, towards the end of the week, we're all running on fumes here. For sure. All right. So as we stated last week, we were going to do pick six through 15 this week. Yep. So we thought we would have Chris on to to help us out with that. For sure. Get get his take, get his opinion as well. Um. So how about this? Marcus, you start with pick six. Who do you think the Dolphins take? For me, I got Kyle Pitts, dude. Yeah. Like, I just think he's just that big-bodied six-foot-six monster that you cannot guard in the end zone. Like, no. that. And the biggest thing that comes to mind for me is just straight catch radius. It's insane. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, whoever he goes to, <laughs> right? Um, I'll, I'll just get my pick out of the way. I have Kyle Pitts there as well. Right. I just think it makes a ton of sense. For sure. Um, he instantly makes an offense so much better. Right. For Tua or Brisket, whoever they go with. But, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Chris, who do you have at that pick for the Dolphins? So, I think it depends a lot what happens at five. Like, right. if Cincinnati goes with Panay Sewell, Jamar Chase is probably going to be there. Mm-hmm. So, maybe that's where the Dolphins go. That would be my prediction if he's there. Uh-huh. Um, but then if – Either Chase or Pitts, I think, would be my pick just because Tua needs – he needs weapons around him, which they right. don't have a ton of. I mean, their receivers are solid, but nothing special. So I think getting somebody that's, you know, an electric playmaker, Pitts or Chase, I mean, you can't go wrong either way. But I think if you had to pick between those two, I think I would go Chase. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, for sure. Um. All right, pick seven, the Lions. So now – before we go any further, I just want everybody to know. So clearly, I personally believe there'll be people trading up and trading back. Right. But we're not going to do that and, and even remotely guess who's going to do what, where. We're just going to kind of go with picks as they stand now. For so, sure. Chris, who do you have the Lions taking at seven? So seven, you know, again, depends what happens at the top. But um, I would say if they stay put, Justin Fields or Trey Lance potentially – um, if they're there, if mm-hmm. not, I think Kyle Pitts could make sense there too, just because again, no Kenny Galladay now, right. Jared Goff's there. What does he really have weapons wise? Um, Marvin Jones, I think he signed elsewhere too, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I believe he did. I think he did. Yeah. yeah. So what do they really have there? So again, you know, Pitts would make a ton of sense for them if he's still there, but you know, Obviously, it's going to depend on who's available. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and go next. So that was my thinking there. Obviously, mm-hmm. with with the mass exodus of of their wide receiver core, I, I feel like they had to reload at that position. So I actually have them taking Jalen Waddle. 
um, mm. from wide receiver out of Alabama for much of the same reason. I mean, you got to get golf somebody to throw to. Right. So, and th- th- just to kind of piggyback off of what Chris said, clearly it's going to depend on what happens in those first couple, you know, picks before pick seven. But yeah, that's who I have going to the Lions. For sure. And for me, I had Penny Sewell going there, you know, kind of having to, you know, protect that investment. Dude has great hands. You think he'll make it out of the top five? I think he will. For some I don't know why I really have him going like, to Cincinnati, but I could see him slide. Be, I mean, because the reason I had him slide is because I have, you know, Pitts and Chase going at five and six. Uh, and then okay. you got and then you got quarterbacks at the top. So I'm thinking, you know, you have to like you have to go ahead and go uh Penny Soul there. I mean if he's available, yeah. If he's if he's available, yeah, dude sets the edge great hands. Dude's a force, but that's what I had going there. Yeah. Yeah, I think um so like it's not the the offensive tackle is never the sexy pick, but no. he's such a stud. Such oh, a is. stud. For a team like either Cincinnati or Detroit, like to get that kind of protection for a young quarterback, yep. like that's essential. Mm-hmm. You know, if one of those pass catchers isn't there. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, pick eight, Marcus. Who do you have the Panthers taking? I got another tackle, dude. I got Rashawn. I got Rashawn Slater coming off the board. Oh, that's yeah. higher than I thought he would. Right, he would and go. honestly, I actually sat back and watched this guy's tape, and he's just a bully, dude. Quick feet, <laughs> dude has hands and a. Great, 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 great punch, and he's quick. So that's why I got coming off the board. Okay, okay, Chris, how about you? I have Justin Fields. Mm. I don't know. I'm just. I assume, like that. Just because I'm assuming San Francisco takes Mac Jones, which I personally don't agree with. Like mm-hmm. Fields should not make it out of the top four. Like if Atlanta stays right. put, they should take him. Yeah. Uh, so he should either go at three or four. But I don't know. I just have a feeling that he might not. And if he's there for pan for the Panthers at eight. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, Teddy Bridgewater is not anything special, and they're going to look to upgrade if he's right. there. Yeah. I think they run that up to the podium and take fields. For yeah, sure. even with Sam Darnold now being their quarterback. Right, as a little bit of yeah, insurance. True. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, he's just too – I feel like he's just too good to pass up. Yeah, Back. so so you made a point uh, about Atlanta, right? So rumors are – I know we were going to get into <laughs> – to no, trading, I feel like you can't not right, right. Like, but but so hear me out. So there's there's rumors that they're they're fielding calls, right? Yes, for they are to move up into yep. that fourth spot. Yes, they are. If somebody pulls a trigger to move up to fourth, and Fields is there, I think that's why they're going to move up, and that's who they're going to take. Oh, for sure. So I would be on the lookout for maybe a Denver or something like that. But I don't know. Right, for sure. No, I can see that. All right, so I actually have the Panthers taking a wide receiver because Ooh. Curtis Samuel's left. He's now in Washington. Holla. Yes. Uh, I feel you. I'm going Devontae Smith to Carolina. <sighs> okay. So, I mean, I, see, I mean, I can see that. He's though. obviously versatile. I mean, I, I feel like he can play any of the wide receiver positions. You can move him all over the field, minus the backfield, because he's way too small. But he's got pure speed. But he's got speed and hands. <laughs> speed I mean, and hands. A, a Heisman Trophy winner. So right. yeah, I have him going to Carolina. So those are that would be ridiculous. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and Devontae Smith. Like yeah, NFC South's gonna be in trouble if that That's, ends up happening. Oh, That'd for sure. Yeah, I mean, especially if Darnold can play halfway decent. And I think he'll be better out there. If they yeah, put, I think that he, much much different. He coaching never staff. had the talent really. In New he York never did. He's going to have in Carolina. Yeah. Well, those receivers and McCaffrey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (sighs) Yeah. We'll see. So the thing is, if McCaffrey can stay healthy, 
right. he, that's going to take a lot of the load off of what they're going to ask Darnold to do anyway. And, uh, facts. And then right. if you go with a pick like Smith, you can't load the box anymore. So McCaffrey's just going right. to get loose and go off. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean they I mean they have guys who could take the top off the defense. <laughs> and I think Darnold is moderately accurate. Again, I think he's in a better situation as far right. as coaching right. is concerned than he ever was in New York. And then as Chris just said, uh the just talent level. For sure. So uh, yeah. I mean, again, the draft is gonna be fun. Right. Um number nine, Denver Broncos. Chris, who do you have them taking? So I think Denver, again, it's another team that could potentially trade up, but Assuming they stay put, uh, I'm going with Micah Parsons. Oh, man. You got, that's the same person I got, so I'll just get wow. that pick out of the way. Okay. That dude is a dog. Dude's yeah, a problem, and I just feel dude. like with like Von Miller's getting up there a little bit, they're going to need to replenish that position. And right. I mean, Parsons is a stud. Like He could go even higher potentially, but I just yeah. think with all the quarterbacks, like in another year he probably goes like top you know, five or six potentially. But yeah. with all these quarterbacks, I just think he's going to drop a little bit. and. Denver should scoop him right up. Yeah, for sure. And so one one thing about him, I I, I think a lot of and, and and this is what you get into when there's this long off season and this long lead up to the draft. Right. Everyone talks character issues and things mm-hmm. like that. And so if he starts to fall even past nine, I think that's what teams are taking into account. Um, right. But I mean, what's your clearly they have evaluators that are going to evaluate is the upside of his play worth these character issues that we're hoping are in the past. Right. Um, I think if he gets in a right organization that isn't about any funny business, um, I think he'll, I think he'll succeed. So absolutely. And that's exactly what I was going to say to your guys's point is like, do you have the structures in place as an organization to build something around this guy to keep him safe and keep his nose clean and keep his mind on football? And, and, and positive values and things like that. So yeah, yep. So uh, who 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 are you? Who is Denver taking for you, Marcus? I got Fields falling to nine right here. Ah, I got them taking Justin Fields, dude. Um, just based on you know how the quarterbacks fell initially, I got receivers going after that, and then and then tackles. But I got Fields falling this far. Um, I guess it's a little bit of a surprise pick, but I like them in Denver. In Denver, I think they finally get it right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's actually that's yeah. I could see that. Right. All right. Number 10, the suck-ass Cowboys. Chris, who do you have Dallas taking? <laughs> well, um, I think it's definitely going to be a corner. Yes. Um, I have Patrick Sertain going here. Right. I just think Chris, were you looking off. over my shoulder when I was filling out my <laughs> draft picks? <laughs> I feel like this is one of the most common. Like, when I read mock drafts, I feel like I see Sertain all the time to the Cowboys. Right. And yeah. I think it is, like, a perfect pick because they don't right. – have him opposite Trayvon Diggs, like have a nice one young one-two punch. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the defense has kind of been Dallas's issue. Like yes. last year's kind of out the window because Dak going down and all that. But their offense is solid. The line is good. Mm-hmm. Defense is where they need to address. And if Sertain falls to 10, I think they scoop him up in a second. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's a smart pick. I either had Sertain. So for, for today's episode and purposes, I have um, – certain for sure but i've also seen some mocks that had jc horn going to dallas yeah, as well. right yeah. either one of those two i think it comes down to and that's exactly who i had i had patrick certain myself i think it comes down to who that uh defensive coordinator thinks is the better fit yeah and then um, also who's available and I who's mean, available I, at that point for sure i, I don't think th- teams before dallas are really going to start 
plucking corners. Nah. Um, because if you just go back and you look at most of those teams' needs, corner isn't a huge issue. No. But, I mean, to Chris's point, Dallas needs to definitely shore up that secondary. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. So, I mean, general consensus. We're going um, Patrick, Patrick Sertain, corner out of Alabama. All right. The Giants at number 11. Marcus, who do you have them taking? With the embarrassment of riches that they already have. <laughs> Um, I'm going Elijah Vera Tucker, the offensive guard. I think by shoring up that offensive line, dude, I had him there, but so that's that's not a bad pick. Like you know what I mean? Like this dude. One thing I, I watching his tape. This dude has great punch. He extends, he did, dude. Yes. He, ha- he is a force. This guy is strong as an ox. Yeah. And you know, I mean, with Squam Barkley coming back from injury, things like that, you want somebody that can create those holes and be that lead blocker. And he's really good at getting out onto the edge when he's pulling. So I really like this guy at eleven. Oh yeah, for sure, Chris. Who do you have them taking? I have Jalen Waddle going to the Giants. Interesting. Um, I know. I know it might not be a position that they need to address because they signed Kenny Galladay, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like they haven't gotten a ton of production from some of the guys that they have in there, Sterling right. Shepard, yep. right. all those guys. So I think just to give Daniel Jones the maximum weapons that he needs, then, I mean, at this point, like if you have a guy like Waddle, Kenny Galladay, he, there's no excuse. So I feel like to surround him with Waddle, who's – maybe could have gone top five or six if he doesn't miss most of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think giving Daniel Jones another weapon makes the most sense. Right. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, so I actually have uh, Christian Darisol mm. falling to 11. Now, realistically, I, I I would assume he would be taken earlier, okay. but that's who I have um, going to the Giants. Right. Um, the dude... I mean, is a complete stud. For sure. I, I think he's, it, it just in my opinion, a very humbled opinion, the second best offensive lineman in the draft. That's fair. Um, the dude is just an animal. Mm-hmm. So I hope not because I don't want him blocking our guys twice a year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like when our guys can get to the quarterback. <laughs> it's kind of what we specialize in. Right. Um, but, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go uh, Darisol out of Virginia Tech. Let's go. Next up, Marcus's Eagle. So, Marcus, you can start, then Chris, and then I'll go. So, I'm going to pause for a second because this is more of what I would like for them to pick versus what they're probably actually going to do. Um, I'm going to get into more of that later on in the show, but for me, this is where I have them picking up Devontae Smith. Um, okay. Speed kills. Um, I feel like we need that deep threat and somebody who's actually respectable. Because as of right now, the way that our receiving core looks, there's nobody that's that really scares anybody. I was like, nobody's scared. So having a, a straight speedster that has that's literally the definition of separation that you have to account for. You need somebody like that as um, as, as a wide receiver, as, as somebody you need to pay attention to. And like I said, having a guy like him is going to allow other weapons to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I got going there. I mean, the only other guy I have going there uh, pending picks is Waddle. But I have Smith going at 12. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris, how about you? Yeah, same thing. Devontae Smith. I think, uh, you know, again, it's going to depend on who falls, but I think if, if they're able to get Devontae Smith trading down from 6 to 12, gaining that extra first-round pick and still get Devontae Smith, who, yep. you know, if that was probably the guy I would have wanted at 6 anyway, maybe, maybe Chase if he was still there. But, right. I mean, to get a guy of – you know, potentially top five caliber at 12 guy. That's a Heisman trophy winner. He's a burner. Yep. 
I know, you know, a lot was made about his weight because he only weighed 166 pounds. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't, you know, I don't worry too much about that. I just think the Eagles need a burner, a playmaker, all right. the above. And they can't, like, they just can't overthink it. And I'm terrified that that's what they're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, same boat, bro. Yeah. So I actually have you guys taking the punter out of Colorado. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> He's a sleeper. <laughs> only be, yeah, only because Marcus is always like, man, Roseman, I mean, he's gonna mess this up. He's gonna mess this up. So, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Yeah. So obviously, uh, Waddle and Smith are off the board. Um, the other guy, LSU. I'm drawing a blank. Um, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. He was off the board from our picks last week mm-hmm. that I did. So I'm either going like a Kadarius Tony or a Rashad Bateman. Either okay. way, wide receiver. Right. Um, I recognize that you guys definitely need to fill that position. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of them. But like I said, I mean, <laughs> we're just throwing shit at a wall and see what sticks. But basically, but either way, bottom line, wide receiver to me is your guys' pressing need. Right. Especially on offense. If you go defense, I'm thinking maybe a linebacker, but I don't think you're going to go that route in the first round. Right. Especially since we picked the guy up from, uh, what's his face, from Minnesota. Mm. Oh, yeah, Eric Wilson. Eric mm-hmm. Wilson, yep. Yeah, I mean, solid. So I don't think, yeah. yeah. But I think if if they were to go, say, Smith and Waddle are gone, if they wanted to go with Bateman or Tony, one of those guys, they could probably even trade down a couple spots maybe and get oh, for sure. right. extra picks. Yeah, and, and that's what I was going to say. So for me, again, I was just – receiver was the need. I found the name. I yeah, slotted it in. Right. Yep. But, yeah, that was definitely my caveat. Mm. Um if those were who they were targeting, they felt like they were the best available wide receivers left. They can definitely trade back, acquire some more picks, get that guy, and then get somebody else as well. So, For sure. But, yeah. All right, pick 13 is the Los Angeles Chargers. We'll go with Chris first. Who do you have them taking? Uh, I have Rashawn Slater. Good Lord. Um, you were literally watching <laughs> me as I filled in my, my thing. I mean, you, they have to protect Justin Herbert. That's all there is to it. I mean, he exactly. was right. out of this world last year, but mm-hmm. getting a stud like Slater, who I've I've seen some comps to Zach Martin from the Cowboys. So mm-hmm. like, if you right. get a player of that caliber, you know, for the next 10 years or what have you to protect your franchise quarterback, I just think you have to do it. And then I also, I mean, if he's not there, I also had Christian Dareshaw on there, depending on, you know, who falls mm-hmm. where. But um, Slater would be my pick out of the two. Yeah, that's who I have, too, is is, is Rashawn Slater. Um, again, uh, lineman out of Northwestern, 6'4", 304 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely good at, like, blocking on the move. Right. Solid uh, footwork, strong hands. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, if – that's my thought going into that was they definitely need to protect their quarterback. Um, at first, I was thinking defense because uh, who's their safety? Ah, I was just reading his name. Uh, that's always ends up hurt every year um, in San Diego. Oh, gosh. Um, um, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. And I literally was reading about it earlier today. Um, but anyway, Marcus is looking that up. But He's always hurt every year, so I'm thinking, okay, maybe if they they would go defense on the back end, but I just think protecting your quarterback and having just a stronger offense is more important given how their team is structured and built. I think it's easier just to to strengthen that side of the ball. And plus, you can go defense later in the round. Like I I feel like there's a ton of good players. Uh, I didn't find it fast enough. Yeah, either way. All right, so – 
I got Jalen Waddle falling this far just off of injury history. Yeah. Okay. Good point. You know what I mean? Like the fact that this dude barely played last season, and like mm-hmm. even when he did play, like you can tell he was still gimpy. Yeah. So I that's the only reason I have him falling to Los Angeles. And then what better thing to do with your new quarterback from Detroit other than to get him another weapon when you have a bunch already? Just mm-hmm. so, just another toy for um Stafford to play with. So no, no, no Chargers. No. Um, I'm sorry, Charger. What am I doing? I'm a not, bad dude. Not Rams. That's why they shouldn't have two oh, teams in the same that's city. Right. My fault. That's right. <laughs> L.A. Chargers, Rams. I'm bad. Just Chargers. send the Chargers back to San Diego. Send them back to San Diego. That's sorry. True. No, but L.A. Chargers, my fault. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Herbert doesn't matter. Yeah, dude's still yeah. a problem. Drops no, no, down. Dude, yeah, they do. Waddle, <laughs> legit, fine, whatever. My bad. Yeah, I feel like if. Keenan Allen, like if you can't go Waddle, wrong. If, if he fell and they took him. I think that just makes that offense more ridiculous. And what scares me more is not only do they have receivers, um, they have a kid who just balled out last season. Like, didn't he drop like 30 touchdowns, dude? I think so. Disgusting as a rookie. Yeah. What? Yeah. That kid is crazy. All right. Vikings. Pick 14. Chris, who who do you got there? I have Jalen Phillips, defensive end from Miami. Um, I just think aside from Daniel Hunter, like they don't have much like pass rusher wise. Yeah. And I just think, you know, someone that's athletic like that just, just makes a ton of sense. You know, Minnesota is, I think a team that's more predicated on defense than it's not like they have an offense that's going to blow the doors off. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, even though they do have those good receivers at the end of the day, their cousins is still the quarterback. (laughs) And I just, (laughs) Um, I just think defense is where they go, and I, I think you. he's he's the highest rated pass rusher that I have that would be still on the board then. Okay, you. who who do you have uh, the Vikings taking at fourteen, Marcus? So I'm gonna go with Quiddy Pay here um, from Michigan. I don't know if you guys have ever followed Michigan. This dude blows stuff up. He's violent. The only th- only issue I have with this guy is that he like when he plays, he plays tall. What position getting, does he play? Uh, he is a uh, he's an edge rusher. He's a defensive end. Okay. So he plays. He doesn't necessarily dip his shoulder too much. But mm-hmm. aside from that, this dude is quick. Um, he's very strong. Blows stuff up. I mean, before last season, he had six and a half sacks. Like this dude's a sack machine. Um, so I really like this guy. Six five two seventy two. Problem. Okay. So I'm gonna actually stay on the offensive side of the ball, and okay. this is where I have um, Elijah Vera Tucker Ooh. slotted. Okay. Is, is is going to the Vikings? So. Okay. Offensive tackle out of USC. Right. I mean, the dude's an animal. Um, 6'4", 308 pounds. Right. So I hope I'm right because I'd like to be right. But, right. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's who I have them taking. And then to round off um, the draft, pick 6 through 15, the Patriots, number 15. Marcus, who do you have them taking? Zayvon Collins. Zayvon Collins. This kid is from Tulsa, linebacker. Yeah. Problem. Not only is he really good at shooting gaps, this guy can cover. Like, yeah. he's fast. So, and just knock your block knock off. Knock your too. block off with an already, like, and you got a bunch of guys, vets coming back this season for, actually, no, because they still, they still opted out. There's still guys that still opted out for OTAs. They might come back. I don't know. Yeah, I think most of them have committed to returning for the season. Okay, so they just opted out for we'll OTAs. See, yeah, we'll see how things play so, out. Pending their defense actually returning, adding a guy like him in rotation is disgusting mm-hmm. for the Patriots. So, yeah, Chris, who do you have them taking? Uh, I have Trey Lance. Yeah. I mean, okay, I don't, 
I don't know if he'll fall this far, but the Patriots are like another team that I wouldn't be shocked at all if they tried to jump back up to, you know, wherever, like if Detroit wants to trade down, um, you know, if any of these teams kind of in like the eight to like 14 range mm-hmm. want to trade down, I think Patriots would definitely jump up. I mean, if Cam Newton signed for another year, but mm-hmm. I mean, that experiment was pretty brutal last year. And even if he's, <laughs> was bad. you know, a step up, he's obviously not the future there. So right. Right. I think no. Trey Lance, if he's available, makes a ton of sense for them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, I actually have Zayvon Collins as well. Mm-hmm. Um, reason is, I feel like he's built for the Patriots. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? So all of the things Marcus and I were just talking about when it comes to him. Now, to Chris's point, I feel like if there's a one of those top like five QBs still on the board and, they fall. and they're getting closer to the Patriots, yes, I can see the Patriots moving up. Um, I don't think any of them will still be there at 15. Right. No, definitely not. Yeah. So... But again, I think if they're within reach, nothing too crazy. I can see the Patriots going up and getting one of them. I I had Trey Lance circled as a QB who I can see going to New England. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, but again, I'm I'm just going at 15. They're staying at 15. Who's available? I'm going to go Zayvon Collins. So. Well, that's pick six through fifteen. Next week go. we'll do sixteen through thirty-two. Adam yep. should be back, um, and that'll wrap up the first round. That'll be on draft day too, for so sure. We'll have to get the show done, get it out, so then we can start watching and seeing what unfolds. Facts. So, but um, Chris, man, we really appreciate you hopping on with us. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll have to get you on again, maybe after the draft. How about this? Yeah. After the draft, come back on with us so we can get you on uh, the Eagles news segment. You guys could break down the draft picks <laughs> and what you think the direction of the Eagles will go. Pretty oh, much God. your team is like set. I'm, I'm you know. terrified. But <laughs> <right>. <laughs> that sounds like a plan, though. I'm down. Yeah, For yeah, sure. yeah. Because, I mean, pretty much your team will be set, right? Free agency. Mm-hmm. It, you know, you guys have made those moves, whatever you were, weren't right. going to do your drafts. Um, and then, you know, obviously OTAs, things like that will start ramping up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would like to get your guys' take on those picks that you guys do. Hopefully, Howie doesn't screw it up too bad for you guys. Otherwise, right. it could be a salty segment. And I'm here for it. Trust me. <laughs> right. Um, That's what I'm anticipating. So, for sure. I mean, we'll see. But maybe maybe he'll surprise us. Yeah, man. All right. So, again, we were joined by Chris Bangle of CBS Sports. Yep. And, hey, it's been a pleasure, man. And we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Take it easy, guys. Can't wait for the draft. All right. All right. So that was Chris Bangle. And once again, he decided to join us on the Average Sports Guys podcast. And you can follow him on Twitter at CBangleCBS. Yeah, man. Be sure to check him out. Give him a follow. You For know, sure. you guys, he's, he's got a link in his bio. I believe you can read um, the articles that he has on CBS. For so. sure. He's got some great stuff, dude. Yeah, man. We always appreciate him coming on. And again, we'll, we'll we'll get them on shortly after the draft. So uh, to wrap up the show, we'll go ahead and give you our weekly dose of yep. team news. Um, I don't really have much out okay. of Washington, to be honest. Um, it just seems like most teams are just gearing up for the draft. Right. Um, Alex Smith and Jordan Reed both retired. So obviously we released Alex Smith mm-hmm. uh, was it a couple weeks ago, about a month ago. Right. Um, 
and he decided to retire. And then Jordan Reed obviously was a free agent with San Francisco, um, played that one season last mm-hmm. season and then decided to retire. So, um, I both hope. both good players for the organization. Um, sucks the concussion situation with Jordan Reed, and then obviously Alex Smith's injury was just horrible. Um, because I mean, I feel like he could still be playing, right? And I hope both of them don't stay away from the game of football. I hope they get jobs as either like uh, position coaches, or even just, a, or even for Alex Smith, like uh, an assistant to your offensive coordinator or something. Because yeah. he's he's got a great football mind. Yeah, 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 for sure. I could see Alex Smith in a front office situation. Somewhere. Oh, facts. Um, you know, I I could definitely see, you know, an assistant OC type thing. Right. Just just someone in a room. That, like you said, a great offensive mind, obviously great, tremendous leadership. For sure. I think I think he'll step away from the game for a little while, spend mm-hmm. time with his wife and his kids. Right. You know what I mean? Um, not not have that crazy grind of the football season. Mm-hmm. Um, I could almost see him in a booth somewhere, too. Oh, for sure. So watch yeah. out, Romo. I mean, the sky, the sky is the limit for him. Um, again, we we wish him well. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been nothing but class here. Right. Now, I know there's been, I think this is now like the second article. I think there's like one or two articles out, obviously, where it yeah. comes off as Alex Smith kind of airing his grievances with the uh, Washington football team and mm-hmm. pretty much like the, the organization not wanting him due to the injury X, Y, and Z. Right. I don't read too much into that. Right. Anytime there's been a microphone in his face when he's been a part of the team, he's been stand up, you know, stand up guy. Um, great, great leadership. Like mm-hmm. you saw all the players from the Washington football team after he announced his retirement, they were either tweeting or putting it in their Instagram stories. Like how, how much of a great, like, or excuse me, how great of a leader he was and how great of a mentor he was. And, you know, they felt blessed to be able to play with a guy like that. So, I mean, that's really all that matters to be honest is, is the guys in the locker room. So, I mean, definitely wish him well. And again, same thing with Jordan Reed. I mean, the dude was tough as nails again, the, the, the concussion stuff really just, took a toll on him and and then he just couldn't stay healthy so but when healthy i mean he was easily one of the top tight ends in in the league so uh but yeah so i mean that's really all i have for for washington news let's go ahead and get into philly news real quick (laughs) so obviously we broke down you know picks what six through 15 talking about the draft yeah you pick a 12 things like that and that's literally where I'm going with, you know, Eagles news. So word came out. I don't know if it was the Inquirer or uh, one of our Philly media outlets came out and said, basically everybody's saying it now. Mm-hmm. Nick Sirianni in these meetings with these prospects <laughs> decided to play rock, paper, scissors? To play RPS, bro. Yeah, like, Adam Adam wanted me to bring that up. He was <laughs> like, what to, who, who did you guys hire? Bruh, like, it's bad enough, like, the actual fact that our or the image of a solid front office mm-hmm. was intact for so long up until last season to where it just fell in shambles. And then now you're just saying, all right, you know, tell us about your family, you know, um, tell us a uh, break down this tape for us. All right. Now we're going to play a quick game of RPS. Like what? <laughs> I, I get it. You know, the, the whole idea and mindset about checking a guy's like competitive nature right. and having that, you know, that, that grit, that, you know, that competitive edge, you know, no matter what you're doing, like I get it. But at the same time, bro, like mm-hmm. Philly's looking pretty bad front office wise. You got to chill on that. Um, what are your thoughts on the whole RPS thing? Man, when... <laughs> 
Adam 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 had asked Adam had asked if if I heard it, and I was like, no, I haven't. Because again, I mean, I just been right. been so busy at at work. I mean, I just I just haven't, uh, you know, um, just been in on everything. But when he told me, I just looked at him sideways. I was like, what? I said, would it be in fifth grade? And then he was telling me the same thing. He's like, he's like checking his their competitive nature. If you know, if a guy's competitive, he's competitive at everything. And I'm like, you could have picked something else, right? I mean, facts. And like, not only that, like, imagine if it happened over Zoom, bro. Like, all right, bro, we're just gonna go ahead and RPS over Zoom. There's already a lag compared to what you're saying. So it's like, I don't know. I'm like, I get it, but then again, it's like, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's, it's crazy. So there's that, and. Moving into, you know, the draft side, more into the draft side of everything. So our vice president of player personnel, uh, he's a guy by the name of Andy Weidel, right? Came to Eagles, mm-hmm. came to the Eagles in 2016. You know, he helped assemble, you know, that Super Bowl roster when, as, as far as, you know, draft picks, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in the league for 25 years. You know, he's been under Ozzy. Um, just a solid talent mind right he has a nose for talent yeah but if you've been following eagles news as of late you know stories have come out i've talked about it you know where howie roseman they'll have a game plan set and then this dude will just sit there and just go off on a tangent and just like ah, we're just gonna go with somebody else so is howie roseman actually gonna listen to this guy and in my head i think i feel like you know leading into the draft um I think Howie Roseman is like the one guy, you know, after winning a Super Bowl, right? He got invited to all the cookouts. Um, <laughs> you know, he was going to everybody's cookouts. You know, he was eating the ribs. He was eating the, the you know, the baked mac and cheese, the candy sweet potatoes. You know, they were sliding him a, a few cups of honey, you know. And then he started <laughs> feeling himself. And this dude made his way over to the spades table. Now, anybody that's been to a color folk cookout, you need to understand something. You don't sit at that spades table unless you know how to play. Unless you know how to play. Unless you know how you to play. You don't ask no questions. You don't ask no questions. How do you play? Nothing. Right. You can't even fake it. You can't. Even, they're gonna call you out in two seconds, and you're not even gonna be allowed to back. You're. you're just, no. It's just not gonna happen, right? No. If you had a food plate in there, they're <laughs> flipping it off the table and saying you get the hell out the way. Facts, and that's exactly what Howie Roseman's doing to to Philly. You know, he had his cookout card revoked. Um. Main reason why. Why would I use the analogy of actually playing spades? So here's the thing about playing spades, right? So when you have a hand and you are out of a suit that's not spades, um, the last thing you want to do when you're, you know, playing the game with your partner is to cut your partner, right? Mm -hmm. So Howie Roseman's been cutting his partners. He cut Carson Wentz, Mm -hmm. Doug Peterson, Mm -hmm. the Philadelphia Eagles fan base, I would, you can even throw Jim Shorts in that whole conversation. <laughs> like, this dude got us a Super Bowl, came to the cookout, and started acting up like that crazy <laughs> uncle. Like, it's getting out of hand. It's getting all the way out of hand. Like, it's it's to the point where, like, you're on your, like, last hand, and, you know, you're giving him that look like, dog, don't cut me. And he just throws out the big joker because you go ahead on spades in your hand. It's, it's getting out of hand. Like, this dude has to cut it out. Um... As of right now, the way that I look at it is that we're looking bad out here. And I think it starts with Howie in that front office. 
And going back to Andy Weidel again, you know, came out in the press this week and said, hey, you know, we had a sit down meeting over Zoom you know, with Nick Sirianni going over, you know, the game plan moving into the next season, you know, the offensive scheme, you know, the defensive scheme and where we want to go with draft picks and everything like we're all on the same page. That sounds great. But you forget <laughs> our general manager is Spades playing Howie Roseman, the kind of Spades player that cuts his partner. We've seen it too many years. We had Chris on the show earlier. Yeah, he's, know, he's nervous too. He's nervous too. And this dude works for CVS Sports. Like, you have to understand something. This dude, you go into the like you go into the war room with a game plan, and then out of nowhere, this dude's like, nah, we're going with this guy. Like, even it came out this week, like last like the other day that we had literally Justin Jefferson lined up and at the last minute. He's like, nah, we're going Jalen Rager. Mm-hmm. What? You can't have stuff like that coming out of your coming out into coming out of the front office into the news. Like you got to do better. Mm. So that's basically what I got coming out of Philly. It's just we're sitting on our hands into the draft at this point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I think there's clearly a a, a a lot a lot going on there. Um, a lot remains to be seen too. Um, like I said, I think it was last week or or the week before. Organizationally, from top to bottom, they definitely need to tighten up because the last thing you want is that drama bleeding back onto the field like you had last year. Right, Carson Wentz and Dougie P weren't talking, and Carson had the ear of you know um, uh, the, the GM who has the ear of the owner, mm-hmm. and they backdoor Peterson and and all that type of stuff. And then, what did you text me? Was it yesterday? Something about Sirianni was saying it's like an open QB competition and and all that stuff. So what I would say to that, it, and 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 I text you back is just like, okay, new coach, you know, uh, Hertz is coming into his second year. That's what he's gonna say is open QB competition. Like I said, Ron Rivera did the same thing um, going into the off season, and then you know Haskins was named the starter. Uh, I think I think Hertz will be named the starter. I don't think Philadelphia is going to even remotely be drafting QBs and and just causing more controversy and 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 uproar. Um, but again, for the sake of your new coach, who is a new head coach, uh, period. Um, I hope I hope they get it together squared away because if not, it's gonna I mean, be it's it's gonna be some cheeks. It's gonna be it's gonna be rough. Like another spades analogy, like we're going in we're going in blind now. Like I'll, I'll shit a blind hand. Like we're just going blind. Whatever, we're just gonna make it work. And unfortunately, we're left to trust that Handy Howie Roseman won't cut us. Like it's he's done it too many times. We can pretty much bank on it. Um, I mean, Heidel's saying all the good things like, hey, man, relax. Like, we got this. Like, yeah, until you don't got until it. Until we don't got it. <laughs> so, in conclusion, like, if it's not, like, best available, whether it's a Waddle or a Smith or uh, a J.C. Horn or somebody there. Yeah. I mean, you definitely. Philly's, Philly's going to be on fire, dude. You definitely have to get an impact player at 12. You I have mean, to. Especially when you were sitting at six and you traded back. Right. Um. There's there's too many to me impact players day one starters. Right. You're in the top twelve. Right. You've got to get somebody. To me, I'm staying offensive side of the ball. Got to. Um, 
you really want your young QB to be in the best position he can be in to be as successful as quickly as possible. Um, I'll be honest with you. Philadelphia's game plan has to be one of we're trying to build but build on the fly. I mean, you guys have aging players. Right. You, then you have some young players. So I think they're going to definitely hit the reset button after this coming year. Again, you mm-hmm. have some potentially good picks going into the into next year's draft. So I think if they're playing the two- to three-year game plan, especially with this young coach, um, I think you guys are in there. I would punt on this season. I wouldn't have literally any expectation. Oh, sure. right. You know what I mean? Um, very few teams can build on, excuse me, rebuild on the fly like that. I just don't think you guys have enough to do that. So just f- as a friend to you who's a fan <laughs> of this team, I know next season is going to feel like it's a long season. It's going to be terrible. But, um, I mean, I think it makes for great um podcast i think it makes for great youtube videos Bruh. so your pain is my pleasure <laughs> <laughs> and you know but other than that i mean i've 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 been there um obviously as a fan of the washington football team so right and for me i know i said in conclusion but like the last positive point i could possibly make about picking at 12 if you've watched any of the interviews that um Sirianni has done with Dave Spadaro, you know, just breaking down tape in the yeah. style of offense that he wants to run. It's literally like pass air raid, you know, we're trying to stretch that defense, which would lead you to believe that hopefully we're leaning towards a burner. A burner. Yeah. So, I mean, that's another little nugget of information, but we'll yeah, see. And then and then you hope Rager develops, right? Right, and he's not a bad dude. He just got yeah. hurt, right, yeah. and just was was playing through injury for the rest of the season. Right, and then without really much of a supporting cast by means right. of past catchers, mm-hmm. um, and then Carson doing Carson things, <laughs> I don't think he really was able to develop, right? right. Um, so I would say another year for him, mm-hmm. he'll get better. Mm-hmm. You bring in some stud wide receiver. Um, hopefully, like I'm interested to see what your guys' offense is truly going to look like Bruh. and see. So he he knows what his vision for his offense is. Mm-hmm. So hopefully the front office takes that into account. I mean, they hired him, so they should have an idea of, right. of what it is. And then you go after those players that, that you feel fit your scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying anything that anyone listening to this doesn't, doesn't already know. know right. But you just hope that they just act like normal people and go ahead and do that Uh, because i mean i in some case like 90 percent of me was joking when i said you're going to take the punter from colorado but i can see (laughs) you have no idea dude. i can see (laughs) howie just doing something completely like way off in left field and i almost feel like every year that they've had drafts with people at them and they show phillies fans that are at the draft and they're like on the clock, Philadelphia Eagles, and then they're like, the Philadelphia Eagles have selected, and then y'all are pissed. It seems like it's like right. all the time. And the only pick recently that we haven't been pissed about was Miles Sanders. Yeah. That was it. Um, even Andre Dillard right now, I have literally, um, what's his face, uh, rugby player, Jordan, Jordan Mailata starting over him next season. <laughs> and he was the developmental guy who played rugby, what, four years ago. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, man. All right, well <laughs> – that ends episode 66. Again, we're we're down one guy today. Adam's got some stuff going on. We wish him well, and he should be back next week. Yep. Um, yeah, man, draft. Like I said, draft is next Thursday, uh, April 29th. So My birthday. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
Um, Don't so, screw it up, Howie. I'm watching right. you. So, so until next week, um, we're out of here. Be sure to head over to our website, AverageSportsGuys.com. All of the links to our podcasts um, are there. Follow us on social media, um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube, all of that good stuff. We Maddie, out. Marcus, we're down Adam. But well, we out of here. Yeah.